0: Hello, it's Bonnie back with you today. Thanks for listening to The Leader. If you hit subscribe, you can listen to the latest news, interviews and analysis from the Evening Standard's newsroom every day at 4pm. And if you've got a moment, give us a rating too. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. (coughs) Hi, I'm Bonnie Christian. Why Republicans are distancing themselves from Donald Trump?
1: Representative Adam Kinzinger, who's a Republican from Illinois, and he tweeted that the president's claims of fraud were actually getting insane.
0: Evening Standard assistant editor Michael Howie says the president's baseless claims of a corrupt vote are proving a step too far for some. And
2: this is a. Uh a horrific blow and, you know, I don't know if they will be able to recover.
0: Our business journalist Joanna Burke tells us why a second lockdown is a body blow for London's shops and bars. (laughs) Taken from the Evening Standard's editorial column, this is The Leader. In a moment... With the U.S. election on a knife edge, Donald Trump goes in harder on his allegations of a corrupt vote.
3: This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition.
4: QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to
0: steal... Donald Trump doubles down on baseless claims the US election has been stolen from him. The president is known to be loose with the truth. But his fiery statement at the White House podium on Thursday evening appeared to cross a line. Some TV networks chose to cut their live broadcast short, citing unfounded conspiracies, while others provided live fact checks as he spoke. And with the election result on a knife edge, a growing number of Republicans are distancing themselves from Mr Trump. Evening Standard Assistant Editor Michael Howey joins me. Michael, what are some of the reactions to the President's claims from within his own party?
1: We've seen quite a flurry of criticism from Republicans, actually, I think to a degree that we haven't really seen before under Trump's presidency. Uh, We had a number of figures coming out in pretty strong terms, some of whom you probably wouldn't have heard of, but others... Others, you will more prominent voices. We have got, for example, Representative Adam Kinzinger, who's a Republican uh, from Illinois, and he tweeted that uh, the president's claims of of fraud were actually getting getting insane. Was the quote? He also tweeted that um, you know that he needs to stop spreading debunked misinformation. Uh, not a lone voice at all. Uh, another another by the name of Larry Hogan, who's uh, the governor of Maryland, and actually apparently a potential 2024 presidential hopeful. Uh, who actually came out and said uh, that there is no defense of the president's comments tonight, undermining our democratic process. America is counting the votes and we must respect the results as we always have before. And just worth mentioning as well, uh, Chris Christie, who's a former New, New Jersey governor, and he's actually a Trump ally, uh, who, who is now an analyst uh, on ABC News. And he called the uh, Trump's attack a, a bad strategic decision. So, not necessarily just morally wrong, but also a politically bad move.
0: And what about from the TV networks who broadcast his speech? This, I think
1: this is really quite an amazing moment, to be honest. I mean, you, what we had was the President of the United States you know, delivering a statement from, uh, from the White House on the af- in the aftermath of, of an election and a string of major US networks like ABC CBS NBC pulling away from his the more inflammatory claims of of fraud and of 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 how democrats and, and also big media big tech are are stealing the election from him um, to actually cut their coverage of of you know a presidential statement on the back of an election in what is said to be the greatest democracy in the, in the world is i think you know an incredible moment i mean there were others who stuck with it Fox News and CNN. But I cannot recall a situation like this where you have the main TV channels, networks, or several of the main networks, you know, deciding not to cover what the leader is saying.
0: So does anyone believe the President's claims that the US election is being stolen?
1: I think the short answer to that is is yes. I think we probably just need to look at the scenes we've had in uh, over the last couple of days, A night in uh, Phoenix, uh, in Arizona and in uh, Detroit, uh, Michigan, where Trump supporters have been besieging, if that's not too strong a word, uh, the main counting centres there, where officials are are sort of locked inside with extra security, uh, counting the ballots with oversight. Uh, everything is happening as it should be, and yet we have hundreds of Trump protesters there demanding, on the one hand, that uh, every single vote be counted because they think that uh, you know there's some shenanigans and uh, there could be some fraud going on that will deny Trump the the votes that he, that would take him across the line in Arizona and in uh, Michigan. It's it's weirdly the opposite. They're actually saying, well, stop the vote, stop the count, rather. It's corrupt. Uh, we just need to bring a halt to it. We have a number of a large number, I would imagine, of, of Trump supporters on the ground who clearly believe what he says. I think within the Republican Party, a lot of these dissenting voices, I would imagine, probably don't believe what the president's saying, but believe it's the right, so the judicial thing, for them to uh, to be seen to be supporting him. He still has, he certainly has had an incredible hold over the Republican Party over the last four years. So I think the answer to that is yes, but I also think that there is a tide shifting away from the president within within his own party.
0: As you've said there, we've seen in interviews some of his supporters repeating his claims. Do we have a sense of what the consequences could be if Mr Trump's allegations are supported or believed?
1: Well, I think, you know, if they're supported and believed among his supporters, you can expect to see more of the protests that we've seen over the last few days. Uh, I mean, I have to say that, you know, we shouldn't overplay the the degree of, of protesting that's that's happening so far you know I, I think the election has, has been um, carried out and the, and the counting etc has been carried out in a sort of very sort of proper and straightforward manner and and there's been no major incidents of uh, ballots going missing or or being burned or or, or centres being attacked or anything like that despite the protests but if this situation continues. And Trump continues to call foul, while Biden is actually um, crosses the line—the 270 electoral votes, college votes he needs to be the president-elect. Uh, then I think we can expect to see, you know, more dissent, possibly un- you know, widespread unrest in a number of cities. What's probably more significant is whether the courts believe that uh, Trump is actually is actually correct. Can he produce any evidence of any? Uh, irregularities any you know any potential skullduggery or even just inconsistencies that could cause a question mark to be thrown over the you know the validity of of some of the results in these key battleground states where we're still waiting for the votes to be counted Uh, they're all incredibly close uh, like so Georgia Pennsylvania uh, Nevada Arizona Um, so if if this does go to the courts and the and and any of his complaints are upheld or significant uh, allegations, then of course we could see we're into a whole different sort of ball game. We could see the election potentially being held to be null and void, or some sort of recount going on in a number of states. Which you know, and who knows where, where we'll be at in that situation.
2: Next, there's some estimation saying this four-week lockdown will wipe around
0: £6 from London's economic output. Can London businesses recover from a second lockdown?
4: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delaglio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
0: Former Prime Minister Theresa May rounded an attack on her successor Boris Johnson this week for instigating a second lockdown with figures chosen to support the policy rather than policy being based on the figures. The PM reacted at the time by walking out of the chamber. But as competing data on the pandemic emerges, our editorial column says perhaps he should have stayed to listen.
3: The pandemic and our battle against it has become mired in conflicting data and projections and graphs, with every side hand-picking what suits their argument. And with the public becoming ever more confused with the net result, there is a very real chance many will not comply. There have been so many chaotic U-turns, empty promises and missed opportunities, That faith in this government in having any real ability for serious strategy and effective communication has dropped dramatically. If U-turns are becoming the marker of this government then they can U-turn again. If infections keep falling across London they should reverse us out of lockdown back to a two-week circuit breaker and let this city live again.
0: Our business journalist, Joanna Burke, joins me. Joanna, we're one day into England's second lockdown. What impact are London's businesses seeing already?
2: Well, you know, you've got, this lockdown has come in. So, you know, football in the West End yesterday, that was down 65% uh, from the prior Thursday. It's not a shock given that, you know, half of uh, the stores have, you know, more than half have had to close uh, for this lockdown. But it just shows you, you know, that the streets are empty in central London owing to this lockdown. And for businesses, you know, they're preparing for a month ahead, you know, many sectors where they're going to get virtually no income due to this lockdown. There's some estimation saying this four week lockdown will wipe around six billion from London's economic output. Um, and that comes as, you know, thousands of shops, restaurants, bars are all closed and they're forced to close in what is traditionally a hugely busy time uh, for different industries.
0: You've spoken to some of the industry's leaders and they've described the second lockdown as a body blow. Do they think they'll be able to re-emerge out of this?
2: I think for some small operators, this is a a horrific blow and, you know, I don't know if they will be able to recover. you know, gratefully, you know, the Chancellor has extended the furlough scheme that's a lifeline to support jobs but you know, for small firms that have had to shut in what is, you know, the busy Christmas trading period. They've got no income in, but they still have outgoings, you know, whether that's rent or, you know, bills. It's just, uh, it's brutal. And it costs, you know, businesses money to shut down, you know, um, and then reopen, all the costs linked with that. So you do have to, you know, think that there will be some companies that don't reopen
0: from this. You mentioned there the extension of the furlough. How have business leaders reacted to that announcement?
2: Every chief executive I've spoken to this morning, they are pleased uh, and thrilled that the Chancellor Rishi Sunak has extended the furlough payment. Um, you know, that gives a bit of breathing space. And, you know, for bosses, some guarantee that their you know employees will have uh, some support and income over the next few months. Um, but all of them, you know, Most of them I've spoken to, they're still saying, you know, it doesn't cover everything. It doesn't go far enough because they've still got several other headwinds to factor. Yes, you can support the employees, thank goodness with this. But, you know, they've still got loads of overheads to sort. Um, It's not going to be pretty or pleasant in the next few months.
0: We're told this second lockdown will be another four weeks, but are there concerns it could extend past December 2nd?
2: I think if you had a look at sort of Twitter yesterday, um, and some, you know, chat with bosses, I think there is some nervousness around, uh, you know, whether things, measures will be lifted on December the 2nd. Um, you know, the fact that furlough has been extended, wonderful as that is, you know, you might be, if you were cynical, thinking, does this mean, um, there's a lot more pain to come, uh, and whether, you know, wondering whether you will be allowed to reopen. So I think, you know, um, as sort of, uh, Bosses think uh, they things have been so uncertain this year already. I think they can't guarantee there'll be certainty that they do open on December the second. Um, I think they're all being a bit cautious.
0: And that's the leader. You can read more on those stories by picking up a copy of the newspaper or visiting standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from The Evening Standard. This podcast is back on Monday with David Marsland. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss out.